Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have special guests, my best friends, Billy Coulson and Dean Johnson. You guys want to say hi, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Awesome, that was a great introduction, guys. That, that I felt very energetic, I love it. <laughs> anyway, so unfortunately we don't have uh, Parsa. Uh, he's, he's busy, um, but we're going to continue this podcast anyways. Today we're going to be talking about just... Uh, we have specific questions coming in from the audience. We have two questions, um, and we'll just start. We'll just start right now. See, see what advice we got to give as young adults, and just give stories, genuine experiences. So, Billy, go ahead and read off that one question first, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So the, the first question um, that we got from the audience was, "Hey, I just started college, and my parents expect me to get into a good UC school or Ivy League. Any advice?" Hmm. So, I mean, that, I feel like that's a that's kind of like a common a common struggle among a lot of co- like a lot of co- a lot a, of high school students. It's, yeah. it's a very common like I don't know I, I always hear this especially from my like s- siblings friends and stuff right like what, what where do you go with this right your parents expect you to get into these big schools that are almost impossible to get into nowadays because they require like four point five GPAs right. 5.0 GPAs, like, uh-huh. it's insane. Exactly, exactly, and depending on the school you go to, for, especially for high school, if you didn't go to high school, it could be challenging. It could be something that's, um, it's hard to do. I mean, for UC, also you gotta kinda know yourself, right? I mean, your parents, right? Because I don't know how old this person is, <laughs> but, um, you know, it, or probably like 17, 16. Yeah, 17? probably. Is that the age that they Junior? Junior? I thought we were hella old right now. <laughs> Junior, I don't know, anyways. The junior year, senior year, um, and whether or not your parents play, a, I'm assuming your, par- your parents play a lot of, uh, or they carry a lot of value in your life. So, I mean, a U- good UC, if you want to go to a good UC, I say start doing research, um, especially for the major that you want to major in, right? that's really important. Um, but also the kind of school that you want to kind of be living in. I don't know if you're going to be dorming. Um, or staying wherever you are, but if you plan a dorm, you want to be in a school that you're comfortable with, from what I heard. Because I went to SF State the first year, and oh my god, good lord. I would come back home every weekend, um, and then realize that my roommate would use my bed to uh, have fun time with. It was, <laughs> it was inappropriate. I don't know. It's something I can't even, I can't handle that. But I think my advice for that person is really just do, do the research. Um, find what he or she likes. Right, uh, whether it's whatever major it is, and then kind of have a school in mind that accommodates the major or preference, that's your social preference. You got anything to say, Ben? I mean, I, I think a big thing here is right, like do what's best for you. Um, you know, parents are always expecting you to get in big UCs, get into Irvine, get in those schools, but. Sometimes it's better not not go that conventional route, you know? Um, I would say that, you know, if, if you don't have the GPA, community college is not bad either. I mean, we, we all went through it, and now we go to some of the top schools in California specifically, you know, UC San Diego, UC Berkeley. Um, you don't always have to go the conventional route, you know? And it's a lot cheaper, it's a lot more affordable, so I, I do say, like, find the school that fits for you. You know, if you really want to go to UC, you really want to go someplace like that, then that's good, and you know it's great if you can get in, and that's awesome. But don't don't feel bad if you decide to go for a non-conventional route. You know, I think I think that's really big. 
I think we get really stuck on these ideas of doing, you know, doing the best or going to a four year straight out of straight out of high school. But I'd say for me, anyways, the non-conventional route way better off in the end. Um, no, that that intrigues me actually. You know, like that that route of having to go to UC or Ivy like right out of high school. Um, I I don't understand like why why are parents pushing? I mean. You know, good education, but like you also have non-conventional, right? You go to community college. Actually, I'm in a community college. I went to a state and then now back to community college. And I just don't understand the stigma behind it. You know, I went to a school, high school that was very uh, well-rounded, right? Good GPAs all around. I think the average was like a 3.8 GPA. Not trying to show off or anything, <laughs> but I would definitely, you know. But, you know, that stigma of having to go UC, and I feel like that's just, that's just overplayed, you know, especially in America today. It's like all the kids are expected to be at that level. Um, it's a common pattern that we see nowadays, parents pushing. I mean, everybody always wants what's best for their kids. So it's just like, you know, even right now, we're not adults and we don't have, you know, families ourselves yet. We're still going through college. We're still learning ourselves. So like to be a parent, you always want, you know, the highest possible, you know, stepping stone your, your, your kids can get to. So like, you want to make sure that, you know, they're taking all the right classes and getting to the right school so they have the best potential future. And to a parent, you know, you always want your future to uh, not be as good as your kids. You want your kid to go you know, further than you. So if you want to Chico State, obviously you might want your kid to go further than that. So like, there's always this stigma of, of us wanting our kids to continue on our legacy and go further than what we want. So, you know, it's a continuing thing that always happens within everybody. That makes sense. And I think also, like, culture-wise, too, you know, I'm not going to, you know, be like, oh, Caucasian, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, but i definitely seen the Asian culture, because I'm already Asian, you know. Um, there's a lot of parents that push for that UC, that, that um, Ivy League, of like, oh, you got to study every day. All day long. Like, it wasn't my case. My parents were really chill about it back in high school. Like, ah, you know, do sports, be well-rounded, do all that. Not saying that people who do focus on studies are not well-rounded, but I had a lot of friends who, like, they couldn't go out on the weekends. They could go out on the weekdays, you know? <laughs> like, oh, shit, like, I can't go out because my mom having, is having me study uh, SATs all, all day long, all year long. And so, like... I don't know, that I feel like is a, it's also a cultural thing. A lot, you know, if you have, especially from my personal space, immigrant parents, they value education in America. You know, they want you to get that good job. They want you to be settled down. The benefits of, you know, working for a good company, like that's everything, right? But we're kind of now coming to a generation where you're starting to see all these entrepreneurs, CEOs, like follow your passion, do what's best for you, right? So it's kind of conflicting in a way. He's like, oh shit, maybe I like playing video games all day long, right? But that may not be, you know, the best route because it's very risky. It's like a, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a topic, but um, yeah. I mean, it's just to answer your question. Research, maybe non-conventional routes could be the best way. Communication, talking to your parents about it, right? Like, what, what do they think the best schools could be? And what, you know, do just doing, like I said, doing research and finding things around you that may. Help you in the future, right? And, and be happy with your choice, right? Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy where you're going, you're probably not going to do as well as you could be doing where you are happy, right? You know, a big part of my decision to go to UCSC, for example, when I did transfer, you know, even though I did take the non-conventional, was, you know, am I going to be happy at these places? You know, I got in all these seats and it was like, for me, it was a big stepping stone. It's like, 
how do I make that choice? How do I, how do you decide where you want to go? You know, you could get into a bunch of really amazing places, but where are you going to be the happiest? I think that was really an important key too. Is you know, besides just getting your major, you also want to go somewhere where that's going to make you happy. Um, and I think the stigma oftentimes is it's too focused on just majors because undergraduate is important, but realize that undergraduate is not the end, especially if you're trying to go for, you know, a PhD or an MBA, you know, undergraduate matters, but what really matters is your GPA once you get there, not necessarily where you're going to school as much. See, that's what I heard. I heard uh, undergraduate, when you get your degree, when it, for your bachelor's degree, it helps you get your first job, but then after that, like, it's kind of irrelevant. It's more about your experience. But that's what I heard. I don't know, I could be wrong. But yeah, that's, uh, that's a good answer to that question. Uh, let's move on to the second question that we got for today. You want to read it off for me, Zoe? Yeah, sure. So, uh, this question is, I'm in love with this girl, but I don't know how to tell her that I love her. How should I let her know my feelings? <laughs> we've all had experience. I think, I think we've this. all been through this. Yeah, we've all been through this. But okay, my first question is, why does this person say, okay, if if you love somebody, doesn't that already, don't you assume that they're already part of a relationship or something else? Because to love somebody is like a very heavy emotion. You know, you can't just say like, we're out the playground, I see some kid on the, like I see, I see my, I see a girl who's hella cute on the playground, I'm like, yo, like that, wow, she's hella cute, I love her. You know, that's something like childish. I'm not childish, but it's something that like, you can't really develop love, right? I feel like it's more of an infatuation. Did I say that right? Infatuation. Infatuation. Yeah. I said with an L. <laughs> infatuation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think one is knowing what you feel for this girl first, because this is dangerous. When you love somebody, you know, we both, we all know when you love somebody that that's hard. That's kind of a hard game to play. Um, but yeah, just want to realize what, what you're saying first. Um, yeah, I mean, like taking that first step, right? Like acknowledge where you're at with them, right? You know, love is a love is a lot bigger word than I think a lot of people initially realize when they do say it. Um, because I mean, you you're, you're committing on a different level. You know, you're not just committing on the on a very simplistic level. It, it's another level of relationship. It's another level of caring about somebody, right? And, you know, we, we've all kind of been through kind of multiple, oh, yeah. you know, multiple, <laughs> multiple layers of what love is as well as what, you know, caring about people is. Um, and I'll say, like, really make sure that you have it down, you know, how exactly you feel about this person, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, going back to the question, if you really do love this person, I mean, how do you tell her? How do you tell her? I... You just kiss her. Just <laughs> you her, just kiss her. Hug her from behind. Say I love you, baby, and just take her, take her by the hand. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> go, I wouldn't exactly go that far. Oh, you wouldn't. No, uh, it's a little bit more. That's a little bit aggressive side. I don't know. I, mean, I definitely haven't tried that. If you're gonna go for somebody, you don't want, want them just through that. You know, that's like some Titanic <laughs> movie. Titanic. Like, like, if you're gonna <laughs> try to win this girl's heart, you do it through actions. You show her that like you take her out, make her have a good time. And you show her that you're better than most of the other guys out there. Like, hey. Just by standing out. Whose like, man is this? <laughs> we got a good man here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but good. Yeah. You use the techniques and hobbies you've learned. And, you know, you show her that. If you, if you like guitar, play the guitar for her. If you, you know, 
if you like to surf, why don't you go to the beach with her? It's summertime. You know, there's lots of things that you can do to show her your side and show her who you are as a person. And if she likes and accepts that, you know, she'll learn and grow to love you. So, like, love is, is not just, you know, a one-sided thing. It's, you know, acceptance on both sides. So, if you want her to love you back, you want to make sure that she sees all these different sides to you that are you. You know, just who you are. You don't want to give her a fake version of who you are. Because then that creates problems later down the line. You just want to show her your truest self possible. That way she knows who you are. And, you know. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like, act, actions speak louder than words. When you, when you like somebody, love somebody, you want to show them that you, you, know, you love them, right? Uh, it's, it's really like the massage. I mean, it depends on how close you are. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just actions. Uh, make sure she knows you or you know her. You know what she likes, what she dislikes. Um, that's the most important thing. Like, you know, if she, like, if she likes when you play guitar, play guitar. You know, sing to her. Serenade her. Um, but also... If you don't know how she know, if you don't know how she feels about you, don't expect a yes. Don't expect really anything. You know, like know how you feel, but don't give an expectation of how you think they should feel, because you don't want to end up hurting yourself. I think that's like a cautionary thing to try say about this question. Is like right now you don't know how how she feels. Right? You just you just want to convey that you love her, but I'm gonna assume that you don't really know how she feels about you. So, you know, be on the be on the cautious side. Because it's kind of an intimate thing. But do, you know, do these actions. Give her a rose. Do something. Uh, don't be creepy, though, about it. Yeah, don't don't be sending it to her house. Like, fucking... Yeah, I mean... I, I, I would also say, like, it really depends on what... How, like, what your relationship is now. How you approach this, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like... Exactly. If you don't know her, and if she doesn't really know you that well, then, like... I mean... Are you really in love in the first place? But like, yeah. I guess the other question would be like, if you do know her and you've known her for years, right? And you guys are friends and you know, you really have become to love, like started to love this girl, you know? And you don't know how to express your feelings. I guess at that point, it's really about, you know, having that conversation because it's different, right? Like if it was somebody that you kind of know, then we can do it through actions, right? But if it's somebody, you know you're close to and you have been close to for you know months at a time or you know even yeah. a few years right then they have seen the actions right they have seen the actions that you do for them or maybe they haven't you know and if they haven't then you need to start doing things that are a little bit more a little bit more uh more geared towards that way yeah no <laughs> no i mean i can only think of like a story of like when i was in seventh grade i mean i was around you know it's, it's relevant but uh, I had my first girlfriend back in seventh grade, and the first thing I said, like the first two days, I automatically said that I loved her, like legit. I texted her like five times in a row, said I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Like you know, you're just on your homo- your hormones are going all over the place. You know, you don't want to say how much you love this person, but it ended up being like hella creepy. She broke up with me. End of story. Like she she broke up with me, and she's like, dude, this guy's hella creepy. But yeah, it definitely builds off the relationship. Build your relationship first, see what the trust is like, um, and you see it from there. But um, if you do know that person, build, use your actions to convey it, rather than having to say it. Because sometimes saying it can be a little bit awkward. Like, I don't know if you guys have experienced it, but like, I've never, I've, <clears throat> I've never said to someone, like, oh, like, I like you, without having to show actions beforehand. You know, because then it just comes off like, wow, I never really knew that. Like, it's a, 
That's true. I would say, I would say, like, I've never had an experience where, like, it was just a girl, like, I've never done any actions for beforehand, uh-huh. like, showing that I, I, I was very into them or really loved them or really cared about them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I've never, yeah, I've never, I've never really done that with a girl that I actually love and, and then said, I love you before that, right? Before that, yeah, because yeah. that can be really weird because you're like, she's like, uh, yeah, yeah she can just be like, nah, like, <laughs> I'm not into it. <laughs> So that, that answers our last question of the day. Um, it, it was a short podcast. Usually it goes 20, 25 minutes. But um, we just want to hit you guys with those advice. Uh, thanks for asking those questions. Um, thank you, Billy. Thank you, Dean, for joining me today on this podcast. Guys, stay tuned for the next one next week. It's going to be a wonderful one. Um, I'm still learning how to do these podcasts. So please bear with me. I don't really have like a way to do these just yet on the introduction and the ending. But I'll get there. Anyways, hit me uh, hit me up on my Instagram. It's Aloha Pies. You guys want to shout out your Instagrams? <laughs> Wait, just kidding. <laughs> uh, mine, mine is uh, BW Colston. Alright, that's right. Billy's. Cool. And Dean, you want to give a snap? <laughs> uh, mine's nothing. nothing. <laughs> no, not, not the name. It's actually, I don't have one. Yeah. That's not the name either. So. Alright, guys. Well, hope you guys have a great day. Stay positive. Keep smiling. And we'll stay tuned for the next one. Peace out.